imprecatory prayers. My, how many people that one has got steamed up and has tripped them up. And so many people, especially liberals, want to make the existence of, of imprecatory prayers in the Old Testament a reason to make the Old Testament inferior morally to the New and say that, uh, that you know, they have no place whatsoever in the life of the church. They have no place in the life of most churches because most churches have little or no life in them for a start, spiritual life and spiritual knowledge. Imprecatory prayers are, first of all, remember, given by divine inspiration to men who were, by appointment, prophets of God. They had, therefore, a prophetic content so that they were not merely outbursts of personal venom or personal desire, but were actually statements of the will of God declaring what would happen to the people against whom they were directed. Now, how do we reconcile that with the New Testament command to love your enemies? Very, very simply, it is always wrong. It was always wrong. Old Testament or new, to direct imprecatory, vengeful thoughts or prayers against our enemies. But that's not what imprecatory prayers are all about. The psalmist David said, Have I not hated them, that is, God's enemies, with a perfect hatred? Now, it's one thing for me to love my enemies. It's quite another thing to love God's enemies. And in this connection, it's not just talking about sinners in general. It's talking about those who have become willing tools of Satan for the destruction of God's work and God's name and God's glory. David could hate those people, not his enemies, but God's enemies. And he could hate them with a perfect hatred. Now against God's enemies, imprecations were in order. Against personal enemies, they were not. Does that have any place in the church today? Well, we've got to be careful about identifying God's enemies. And we've got to be careful never to assume that because somebody has made himself an enemy of us, that therefore he must be in that category of being God's enemy. Those are things we've got to be careful about. But when we're dealing with apostates, is it wrong to pray that God will judge them and deal with them? No, it's not. Did you ever read Matthew chapter 23, the words of the Lord Jesus, when he pronounced his woes upon the scribes, the Pharisees, and the hypocrites? Were those not equivalent to mighty imprecations straight from the lips of him whose name is love? When we're dealing with vicious apostates who are determined to overthrow the cause of God, of grace, and of truth, then it is in order to pray that God will overthrow them, even as the psalmist prayed that he would overthrow God's enemies in his day.